I guess we should do this thing, huh? Fuck yeah, let's do this. All right. <laughs> that is Chris. That's Chris over there. I wish we were this touching is, tips right now. This is episode two, but it's uh, the first episode of our The Jobs of Lou series. We haven't really given it a name. doesn't need a name. Day jobs. Tip to tip, colon, day jobs. Hand jobs. Hand jobs? All sorts of jobs. I mean, you know, whatever <laughs> kind of jobs. This would be a lot more interesting if it was the hand jobs of Lou. Oh, God giving or getting yeah (laughs) so uh as i said in the last episode we're going to be talking about a job i've had in my past we're going to go it should be chronologically except for there's a couple of chunks here and there where i had so many jobs in a row i don't really remember which one was first or second or third kind of a thing and when we get to those i'll i'll tell you and we'll have a laugh at just the idea that i had so many jobs in a short period of time (laughs) that i don't remember which one was which uh, but I know for a fact that my first job was McDonald's. Oh, absolutely. Now, and technically, where- my first job was a, uh, and this is actually a good segue, my first job was a very short stint as a paper boy. That's a weird thought, right? Which, which state was that in? That was in California. I was living in Irvine as a youngster. I was probably like nine or ten, and my friend uh, Dylan... I believe, I think it was Dylan. He had a, I mean, I'm, I know I had a friend named Dylan, but I'm saying I think <laughs> my friend Dylan is the one with the paper route. It could have been one of three friends, but uh, I would help him fold the newspapers in the morning and then go on the route with him and then he'd give me some of the money, but I only did it for like a week and I was like, fuck this waking up at four in the morning shit. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so I imagine then, you doing that and young you or old you and just being like, I'd rather drink your piss than do this job. I mean, there's definitely a lot of piss I'd rather drink. Oh, my but God. Yeah, that, that job was not. And so, like I said, the reason this is a good segue here is because how are we qualifying my jobs? And the way that I do it is it has to be, um, it has to be something where I filled out a tax form. That's kind of how I decide. So every time I fill out a new tax form, that counts as a job Uh, and i have to show up for at least the first shift i don't have to work through the entire first (laughs) shift mind you but i have to have shown up the first day so that's why things like babysitting uh paper route where i didn't get an actual paycheck uh any money i made playing music like in bands i I don't count that even though i made money occasionally Mm. very rarely but yeah, these are all jobs. And again, it, it kind of goes with the theme of like, these are day jobs. They're not jobs that I would ever do for free. You know? Right. Yeah. So yeah, nothing under the table. Um, there's going to be one or two exceptions. And when we get to those exceptions, I'll explain why I consider them worthy of this list. Uh, and But we're not there yet, so we don't have to worry about that. 
because this first one was full on a real job. <laughs> so McDonald's, this, uh, the year was 1990. I was 14, freshly. I turned 14 in May of that year, and I got the job probably towards the end of May or early June. It was definitely like a summer type job. And what I remember is that my dad basically made me get a job. Like he demanded I get a job. You're old enough, get a job. I don't remember if he was like, if there was an argument about it, you know? I, I don't mm. think I was opposed to getting a job necessarily because I, I did want to make my own money and kind of see what that was like. But the only place that would hire me at 14 at the time was McDonald's. And there, the McDonald's that I worked at was right across... Well, not right across, but like within maybe like a 10-minute walk from my house. And you have, you might actually, you know the McDonald's, I'm sure. Of course I do. Yeah, you know exactly which one I'm talking about. On Dundee, right? Yeah, Dundee, kind of near uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that was my that was my McDonald's. I, I have a couple of memories. It's weird because I don't know about you. Do you have really strong memories from like 14, 13 that age time that time or yeah those those were important years for me for a few different reasons and i mean i was 12 13 maybe like freshly 13 when i got my first bass okay and then joined a band and then like played in front of the whole school and like people were like going crazy and that's where like i got bit you know that's like where the bug started for music for me yeah and um so- playing in front of people I I got my guitar my first guitar right before this job actually because it was on my 14th birthday. That's cool. Yeah, um, I don't remember there being any correlation between my getting into guitar and getting this job. In fact, <laughs> my main f- feeling was I wanted to get a CD player. Mm. Um, I had a CD player, but it was like a like a Discman. Now it wasn't an actual Discman because Discman was a Sony brand. Right. My Discman was like the <clears throat> shitty thing you buy at Walgreens for forty five dollars. And skips you know what I mean? If, if you skips like hold I, it, <laughs> I literally only used it in my bedroom. So yeah. yeah, but I wanted to save up for like a real. I wanted a five disc changer. You know that kind of action. For sure. So it meant I had to save up for the the CD player, the amp, and speakers. That's what I was kind of trying to save up for. All right. Um, so let me time. let me ask you then really quick, because, you know, you made mention that your dad was basically telling you to get a job. What do you remember from that exchange? And obviously you want things, you want to buy things. And I don't know what your parents were like as far as like buying you things or giving you money. You know, my I'm, yeah, my my situation with that was birthdays and Christmas were really good, like better than a lot of people i knew uh, at the time like in my in my same kind of economic bracket i guess mm, yeah um for, your class. for instance yeah for instance like mike tammy my wife she had terrible christmases and birthdays and stuff like she got you know like mittens and you know like school supplies and shit like that for Ugh. those so no i would get i would always get good stuff during those two times, which is funny because we're not we weren't religious at all, but for some reason Christmas, I mean Christmas is cool. Don't get me wrong, I like Christmas as a gift giving holiday. Yeah, but there was no like uh, religious undertones to it in my house. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I I would get stuff, but it would only be really Christmas and my birthday, and I wouldn't get like 
toys or fun stuff during the rest of the year. Yeah. Very rarely would I get like, like even getting a CD would be an unlikely thing unless it was Christmas or my birthday. Wow. Um, well, you know, it's fine. Like, (laughs) but I, I, like I got a guitar, for instance, my first guitar was on my birthday and then my next guitar was on my next birthday what what guitar was that the first one you got oh the first guitar i got was a shitty strat copy some generic piece of shit like a good starter guitar you know like yeah. hey we don't know if you're gonna keep playing so here's something we bought for like 120 bucks um and then i <laughs> that guitar broke so i i lived in the basement <laughs> the town the townhouse that we lived in the basement was my bedroom and it was an unfinished basement so half of it was like a cement floor and half of it was indoor outdoor carpeting yeah. and during the winter me and my friends would skate down there we'd set up like a ramp against one wall and we'd fucking skate in my bedroom because you could skate on the carpeting and also on the in on the cement side and at some point my friend aaron who you know of mm. he uh, have you met aaron have you ever oh, met him man I, I was around him at a show. But I wasn't there. Right. I was probably with Dan and like yeah. I I got introduced to him and stuff and it was like very brief. Okay. But you know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he was skating and he ate shit and the skateboard like flew out from under his feet and went flying across my room and hit my guitar. And essentially it was in one of those like guitar stands and it yeah. hit the guitar and knocked it over and it fell straight down on the ground and the head snapped clean off of the fucker get the fuck out of so here so that was that was during the winter so i probably had that guitar about six months um and then for well, what was your the, reaction i i honestly i laughed i remember yeah. thinking it was funny i was like kind of shocked and a little upset but mostly i was like that is so ridiculous that that just happened and he was very like i'm so sorry oh my god and i was like fuck <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say but the good thing is i ended up my dad had an acoustic guitar in the house it was like his from when he was you know when he would fuck around and so for the next like four months or five months until my next birthday Cause, so it must have been after Christmas, because otherwise I would have asked for a guitar for Christmas. So it mm. must have been like February-ish. Um, so probably for the next three months after that, I played only acoustic guitar. And because of that, I got better. Like my fingers got stronger, my calluses got stronger. Mm. The stuff I was playing was, you know, written and designed for electric guitar, but I was playing it on acoustic guitar. And so, you know, I, I got some some extra skills that I probably wouldn't have gotten had my guitar not broken that way. So it was kind of good. Turned out okay. And it's not like I was in a band or anything at that time. I was still learning, you know? Mm. But, um, yeah. Anyway, that was my first guitar. And then my second guitar was my first like real guitar. It was a Chevelle by Jackson. Mm. Have you ever seen one of those? Yeah. I can't picture in my head. But kind I've... of a, like a, like an entry level shredder guitar. Yeah. Mine was like midnight blue. Mm. So it was a nice guitar. It's fun. <laughs> no uh, flames anyway. on it, huh? <laughs> no flames on it. <laughs> no, but I would always put like crazy stickers and like we would like write phrases and then tape them to the guitars when I was in bands and stuff. Me and the other guitar players would. So we just, you know, I remember at one point we had cut up a yearbook, a high school yearbook, and we had pictures of like the football team taped to our guitars. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then we'd play shows at the school, you know, with fucking pictures of the football team on our guitars like i don't know it's like that's not really 
we're not saying like fuck you but it's kind of weirdly a fuck you like right. why why would we be doing that if we weren't ma- like making fun right there's there's no other real like i mean we i guess it's a matter of like oh look we think you guys are so awesome we're repping you but let's be real <laughs> <laughs> and it was purely just to be fucking stupid oh like, right yeah just being obnoxious you know 15 year olds anyway um yeah i don't the the conversation with my dad i I remember that he didn't really give me a choice he was like you need to get a job but i don't remember it being an argument i remember being like no one's hiring no one's gonna hire me i'm too young nobody blah blah blah. i had to get like a work permit from school right and it was actually i got a work permit i think from my junior high because i wasn't in high school yet i turned 14 uh, at the end of eighth grade so i think i got my work permit from my junior high school or some shit like that um but yeah i remember i remember the interview at mcdonald's i remember the manager was this guy named scott i don't know why i remember his name wow but i could probably pick him out of a lineup too tall white guy with a big nose kind of looked like tony hawk a little bit <laughs> and he skated i remember he asked me we were like talking and i told him that i skated and he's like oh you guys skate over at the coal bank over here on the corner of uh dundee and milwaukee i'm like yeah there's some cool rails back there and he's like oh yeah we used to skate there all the time when i was younger so he's probably like you know in his late 20s yeah. he wasn't old but to me he seemed old because i was 14 <laughs> god everything's old when you're 14 right fuck it's so weird but yeah he's definitely like half of my age now but at the time he looked like an old man to me yeah so weirdly he looked like how tony hawk looked 15 years later you know what i mean <laughs> right Cause at the time tony hawk was probably like 22 yeah um but yeah he was he was cool enough he was a nice guy and he hired me and i worked like two or three days a week i think i worked two days during the week and then like one weekend and the shifts were usually pretty short they weren't like full eight hour shifts or anything like four or five hours yeah but i i have so many like weird non-sequitary kind of anecdotal memories of that place like they're so uh first of all i don't have good memories of working there every single shift i wanted to leave (laughs) you you know what mcdonald's smells like like that that heavy grease weird kind of dirty smell and that's (laughs) that's how it smelled all the time so you're in there for and you'd kind of get used to it but every time you come back to work you'd smell and you're like i can't believe i I work here well (laughs) hold on hold on yeah go ahead first of all what the fuck were you getting paid and what year was it so this is 1990 (laughs) and i was and I was making minimum wage, which and was I, I was three dollars. Yeah, you were four, <laughs> so you were four, and I was making three dollars and eighty-five cents an hour. That is like crazy. <laughs> That's fucking it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Minimum wage three eighty-five. Um, yeah, that's like one of those like you know back when movies were a nickel. Exactly. Like and you're like, when were movies ever a fucking nickel? Well, Fuck I remember you. when minimum wage was three eighty-five. <laughs> And I did shit work for three eighty five an hour, but oh. yeah, it was. Uh, what did your paychecks even look like? Like, can you I mean, remember how many hours you worked? I probably worked probably like twelve hours a week, so sixty, like sixty five to seventy bucks in a, a, a week. So my paychecks are probably like one hundred and thirty ish. Well, you got paid like every two weeks. Yeah, bi weekly. Okay. So yeah, my paychecks are probably like a little over a hundred dollars in that vicinity. Um, 
That probably yeah. felt like so much money, though, when you're 14. I'm going to be honest with you. It went straight into a bank account. And at this time, I didn't know, A, if I was going to be allowed to spend it. Like, we were still in that portion of life where the paycheck goes in the bank account that, that you know, dad and stepmom opened for me. And I don't even have, like, a card or access to the money. And I don't have any way to cash a paycheck. Like, everything was harder back then for a youngster in that situation. Sure. So I don't remember thinking anything about like, oh, this, I knew it was my money and at some point I was going to have access to it, but I didn't know, I wasn't even think I wasn't keeping track of like how much was in there. I was just kind of earning money. It was essentially like, okay, I'm going to keep my dad off my back. I'm going to work this job. I'm going to have the experience of it, whatever it is. And, and, you know, kind of didn't think beyond that, but yeah, yeah it was not, it was not good work. I didn't flip a burger. There was no burger flipping. Um, I, <laughs> no, no burgers were flipped. No, it was uh, essentially I was either running the cash register or working in the drive-thru or doing like janitor- janitorial shit around like sweeping and mopping and you know sweeping the parking lot and stuff like that. But I remember feeling embarrassed almost the entire time I was there, like wearing the uniform with the fucking shirt and the pants and the hat and the belt, like all provided by McDonald's. Right. Um, I just remember feeling like anytime a cute girl would come in, I, I felt embarrassed. Now that said, girls were not looking at me. There was, if I could have been wearing like Z Cavaricis and that's, a, that's kind of a joke because <laughs> at the time those were cool, but those are fucking stupid. And so I'm sort of making fun of my, my age right there. Well, yeah, I have no Do idea you remember? what you're talking about. So, yeah, Z Cavarici was like a, a kind of designer brand that was popular in the uh, very early 90s or late 80s. And they were so stupid looking. Yeah. They're, like you'd buy pants and they'd be like very tight at the ankles and then kind of poofy on the sides of the leg. Oh, absolutely. Just like borderline MC Hammer style. Yeah. Like very not cool. But at the time they were the shit. And my point is I could be wearing cool clothes and a girl wouldn't have looked at me. So my McDonald's uniform was not impacting my success with the ladies. <laughs> you know, I was like kind of chubby and had long hair and my long hair was not cool long hair. It was, uh, <laughs> I remember a guy asked me if I was a boy or a girl at that job. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Which dude. is funny. Cause that actually happened to Aaron at some point about three years later. So I like, we both had one of those moments of like a person literally just asking like if we were a boy or a girl. But yeah, I remember a guy, I was ringing him up at the register and he asked me if I was a girl and I was like, uh, no, <laughs> I didn't have like a, a witty comeback. Yeah. I was like, uh, no, I'm a 14 year old little boy that doesn't grow facial hair and, you know, doesn't even have pubes yet. Ugh. Yeah. So that was pretty, uh, pretty uncomfortable. But, um, uh, yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember there was an old woman who used to come in pretty regularly, like really old, decrepit, like looked like she was you know a hair away from death and she would order a small coffee and get a like a small cup of lettuce and that was like what she got every day and everybody in there would call her grandma and i refused to call her grandma because oh. you know she's not my fucking grandma and she but she wasn't like you know sometimes you got like sweet old people and like you kind of want to vibe with them yeah. She wasn't like that she was a, like to anyone kind, she was kind of a bitch i'll be honest with you to yeah, everyone she, 
kind of i mean she just was not pleasant she acted like she was the owner or something she'd come in and she'd act like she was the owner and she'd order a small coffee and a cup of lettuce and the lettuce was free so she's essentially ordering a small coffee and then wanting to be treated like royalty that's weird yeah she was i mean she was weird she went to mcdonald's every day and like got a cup of coffee and a cup of lettuce (laughs) (laughs) i remember that vividly though (laughs) something else i remember that's kind of funny uh vic from cap and jazz the guitar player of cap and jazz Mm -hmm. which was a local band which uh made kind of a name for themselves later and and people who like emo will will probably know of cap and jazz but vic was vic worked at that mcdonald's at the same time but we didn't work together and i knew okay. him like i knew who he was because he was at the time he was a guitar player of toe jam which was the band before cap and jazz right and i had seen no actually at that point i hadn't seen toe jam but i knew who he was because my friend angel had like talked about him and so i remember remember seeing him and knowing like oh that's vic from toe jam but we never worked together he'd like come in and get a paycheck or he'd come in to get food or he'd skate by i remember just remember him wearing the fucking mcdonald's hat even when he wasn't working (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is funny because years later i would wear the mcdonald's hat like a fashion statement nice and then i let my guitar player of the band i was at the time borrow it and then he fucking I think one of his dogs pissed on it or one of his cats pissed on it or something. Essentially it went, it went the way of the dodo. Right. I lost my McDonald's hat to the, to the, to the universe. But yeah, that was, uh, I remember thinking that was kind of weird that me and Vic worked at the same place at the same time, but I don't think we ever interacted there really. What did you guys, were you guys ever friends? No, it was like, uh, acquaintances. Mm. It was one of those things where we'd be hanging out in the same group of people. He was he was interesting because he would come. We'd be skating, and he'd just show up. He'd be skating by, and he'd be like, "Oh, you guys are skating at a ramp," and he'd come and skate for a while. Yeah. And we didn't really know him, but we knew him. You know, we knew who he was, and like we were friendly. But I don't think I never hung out with him, kind of one on one or anything like that. It was always sort of group situations or random encounters. Yeah. And he was always really, like, ridiculously good at. It seemed like he's good at everything he tries, meaning like guitar or skating. Like he was way better at skating than any of us. Yeah. Like we'd all be like, oh, look, we, we just barely landed a kickflip. And he'd come out and he'd go off the launch ramp and do like a fucking method, like eight feet in the air, <laughs> like over garbage cans and shit. Sure. Like, he just had like no, he just was balls out. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. He had abs. <laughs> he was like 15 with fucking abs. Nice. Yeah, he's, just, he's one of those, he's one of those dudes, man. Uh, if he, he had moved to some... Hollywood to be an actor, he would have been a, he would have been like a Brad Pitt, you know, like just sure. one of those guys that if he puts his mind to it, he's gonna crush it. Yeah, so I don't I don't think he crushed McDonald's though. I think he was probably a subpar employee like myself. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you worked the drive through. You worked the counter. You were fucking janitor. Did you ever get a boner in your slacks? I don't think so, but I don't remember. If I did, it didn't make enough of an impact to uh, create a lasting memory. Right. I definitely never jerked off at that job. And this will be a running theme through this uh, <laughs> podcast as well. Because, yeah, uh, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that two or three jobs from now. <laughs> There'll be a whole section on jerking off at jobs in, in a couple of episodes. But at that point, no. There, there's nothing. I'm going to be honest with you. There was not really any fun memories from there i i remember so the food policy 
Because I remember yeah. being kind of excited, like, ooh, I get free cheeseburgers, you know, that kind of thing. And it, they had, like, staff meals. So you'd get, like, you'd get, like, one, they called them sandwiches. So when you think of a cheeseburger to McDonald's, that's a sandwich. Sure. <laughs> but you could you could get, like, one large sandwich and a medium fry and a medium drink if you worked a certain amount of hours during your shift. Yeah. And then if you worked more hours, you'd get like an additional break where you could get like a small sandwich, that kind of a thing. But it was very, it wasn't like, oh, you want a cheeseburger? Just go grab one. It wasn't like that. It was very regimented. And I remember we got an order, like someone called in an order and said they were bringing like a camp full of kids to get food. And so the manager had the back room make like 20, like 200 cheeseburgers and 200 hamburgers, like to kind of prepare for this influx of kids that was supposed to be coming. Oh my and they, God. And they never came. Right. Oh. So we had like piles of hamburgers and cheeseburgers and the little slots where they put them, you know, yeah. and they never fucking showed up. And so it got to the point where they, you know, they rotate the food and they threw all of those fucking hamburgers and cheeseburgers away. And I remember asking the manager, like, why can't we just give those to homeless people or something? And he's like, oh, we're not allowed to do that. We have to throw them away. So they threw away literally hundreds of fucking cheeseburgers and hamburgers. That's super fucked up, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it's a corporation. So let's say they give away those hamburgers to homeless people. And one of those homeless people gets salmonella. Next thing you know, they've got a lawsuit on their hand. So they'd rather not risk the lawsuit and just throw all that shit away. I don't know what their policy is now, you know, right. but in fucking 1990 at the McDonald's in Wheeling, Illinois, that was definitely the policy. And I remember thinking, <laughs> that's fucked up. It's super <laughs> I was, fucked up. Yeah, I was like, I don't, that's, that seems like nonsense even to me. And I'm 14. Right. But yeah, I remember thinking that was pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else relevant. Uh, two, two things. There was a plat like a curb section outside in the parking lot that, you know, a year to three years later we would skate semi regularly. It was like a good manual platform we could do tricks on. Mm. I remember skating there, and I remember always feeling like a little uncomfortable because I I'd, I'd go there and I the whole time I'm skating like I'd have these flashes of McDonald's memories. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like they just keep hitting me like every time I looked at the the arches. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. And then the other memory I have, and this one you'll like very much, and I, I'm sure I've told you this story, but it'll be funny and relevant. Do you already know where I'm going or no? No, remember? I'm just like anticipating. Anticipating, yeah. So have we talked about Camp Crazy Kids before? Sure we have. Okay, so you, did you, you went there, right? Yeah. Okay, so I went to Camp Crazy Kids as well, which is a, a like a summer day camp in Whaling where we grew up 10 years apart. So when I used to come visit my... Um, my dad during like the summers he would put us in summer camps i'm sure partially to get rid of us for when you know during the days when they're at work and partially because he thought it might be fun i don't know how much percentage wise one or the other mm. cynical me says 99 percent just to get rid of us totally. but who knows anyway um i think it was the summer before i moved to illinois I can't think because I feel like if it was two summers before they were living somewhere else. So I think it was the summer before. So it would have been 89 ish. But so you were uh, 13 probably. No. Okay. Let's let's rewind. So I got the job at 14. I had been living in Illinois since seventh grade. So I moved to Illinois in 88, 
which means it would have been probably 87. That makes more sense. So I was probably like 10. That make yeah. Yeah, because they moved... 13's kind of old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was probably 10. Um, 9 or 10 in that age range. But so Camp Crazy Kids, I don't have any memories of Camp Crazy Kids except for the name because it's spelled with three Ks. <laughs> right? Which, let's think on that for a minute. Right. Let's go ahead <laughs> Do we and, have to? Let's go ahead and put those letters together for a second and on a t-shirt, shall we? So uh, we went to KKK. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The, <laughs> the story one of the the like field trippy things that they did during that summer was you know your parents gave you like five dollars or something in a little baggie and you brought it and we were going on a field trip to mcdonald's to get lunch and the you know the camp crazy kids is a couple of you know large blocks away so we go to McDonald's to get lunch. And this is again, like probably three years, four years before I was working at this same McDonald's. And I don't know what happened, but I know that something went wrong because (laughs) I definitely, I felt like I had a fart and I let the fart out and it was definitely moist. And I was like, Ooh, that's not good. So 10 year old Lou (laughs) made his way to the bathroom of the McDonald's. He would future work at, and I definitely shit in my pants at camp. <laughs> and so I took my underpants off, definitely tidy whities balled those sons of bitches up into a little ball right into the garbage can, cleaned up, <laughs> left the room like nothing had happened. And then three years later, I worked at that McDonald's. <laughs> and no one... No one Nobody, said. Yeah, no, no one What's the, the shitty underpants I, doing I, in here? I definitely shat my pants at, at a McDonald's and oh. then just played it off. I did what I had to do, but every, like, I swear every day I worked, I thought about that once. You know, like just a flash. Every shift, at least once <laughs> through my head, I shit my pants in this McDonald's. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a good McDonald's. story. What was your first job? My first job, if we're going by uh, your rules, lose rules. Yeah, I mean, if you had um, one that you felt qualified that wasn't like babysitting for your niece or some shit. Sure. So, I mean, there was there were times when I um, would go to work with my dad and I would help him like stock and do shit like that. Yeah. But my first job, Party City, right? Well, no, this was like he was working oh, this at is Omni. Before. You what remember Omni? Yeah. Like grocery yeah. store, right? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. And then Dom- Dominic's bottom and whatever. Yeah, yeah, I totally remember. Do you remember? I mean, this would be around, you know, you're 13 or 14. Do you remember Main Street Cafe? Where was it? It was on Dundee Road, just west of Wolf Road. On the south side of the street, there was White Hen. And then, like next so, to that plaza, like where where Center Video was, across yeah. the street from that, yeah. Okay, yeah, I do, I do. You know what's funny? If I'm thinking of the same place, like years later, they turned that into a music theater. Like, uh, my friend Barry worked there as a waiter, but they would do like songs and stuff between courses. Like they would sing and like the, it was like music theater, but as in a, I can't remember what the name of it. There's a word for when you go to like and get dinner and there's musical theater happening while you're eating your dinner. There, it was a thing that I don't, I haven't seen it in a long time, but back then it seemed regular. But I think it was the same building that you're talking about. 
Yeah. It was, in that, it was in that area. I mean, it was that place after it was Main Street Cafe. And just to give you an idea, it was like a, it was kind of dinery, but it was like nice, nice-ish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I remember um, the building. I don't know if I ever went in there when it was Main Street Cafe, but I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. So years later, they turned it into a Leona's which is like Italian restaurant in Chicago. There's a few of them mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Um, and my uncle knew someone in that family that owned that restaurant and got me a job <laughs> doing phone orders in the kitchen. And How old were you? Oh, my God. I was probably 12 or 13. Hmm. So, you know, right around there. And I was like anxious as fuck. They didn't really train me. They said, okay, here's a computer. You know, it was like a touch screen and... You know, they say what they want, you add it to the order, whatever. And they didn't give me much. And then I was like, I was like, please don't fucking ring. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I would try to do it. And then I'd be like, oh, hold on a second. No, hold on a second. Like, I'm trying to do it. (laughs) Trying to fucking delete and backspace and whatever. And, like, it was just awful. Can you imagine how bad that customer experience was for those people? (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're like, this this kid sounds like he's seven. (laughs) Sounds Were they like paying you under the table? Um, it's okay if you don't no, remember. I don't quite remember, but no, I think I got a paycheck. Hmm. You know, because I remember going to my school too and like getting a work permit and all that shit. Because I mean, you're working like in a kitchen. It's not like some like small ass restaurant. It's like a chain restaurant. Yeah, I wonder what the laws were because I feel like when I was that age, nobody. I don't. I think you weren't legally allowed to hire under fourteen, but that might have changed ten years later. You know, right, right. It was interesting. I mean, not not to say you couldn't get a job, but that's why I asked if they're paying you under the table because I'm wondering legally if they were able to pay you a paycheck. I mean, if you got a paycheck, they obviously were. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. So that was that. How was long my did you do that? Uh, just a couple weeks, dude. Yeah. It it wasn't a lot. I just didn't like it. I felt uncomfortable and. Yeah. So I remember when school started. So I worked the whole summer, probably about three months. And then when school started, I essentially made a case that I couldn't work and go to school at the same time. It was going to affect my school. And so my dad let me quit my job. And I don't remember how long after, but not too long after, I I essentially talked him into letting me use my money to buy my uh, the stuff I wanted. And I actually made enough to get a cd player five disc changer and a an amp and i think i got i think i just used hand-me-down speakers i don't think i afforded to buy speakers but remember i got like a halfway at the time a halfway decent cd player and amp definitely took me the whole summer to save up for it but and i think i had that same cd player all through high school and probably a little bit after that's awesome dude yeah that's how i afforded my first my first sound system my first (laughs) stereo yeah but yeah, that's fucking, I don't know, man. That's one of those, it's it's funny because it's definitely probably one of the worst jobs I had just in terms of like a thankless shitty job. Mm. But I definitely got, got it out of the way first. <laughs> you know, it was up, it was uphill from there mostly. Yeah. Um, you know, my personality would change to the point where I would quit. Like if... Lou from four years later worked at McDonald's. He would have walked out his first day, but Lou at fourteen had a little more resilience. It was a little more, 
had a be- had a had a, a less of a gag reflex as dan would say <laughs> but um yeah that was my first job and i don't know it's funny i don't know why i have the memories i have of it i have more memories from that job than i do from job as i have i had four years ago you know yeah i don't know why that is it's made an impact i have a couple of others but they're not appropriate for the uh the 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 audience what for mcdonald's yeah i have one i have one story but it's not it's like not appropriate because it's too personal about somebody else and it'll open a can of worms i don't want to open so i'll tell you that one off the air yeah that makes sense (laughs) but anyway yeah that's that was my first job and i do not miss it you know what though i think it makes sense that you would remember a lot from that though because you've never had an, an experience like that up to that point you know it's like yeah. a first job it's like kind of like a monumental thing yeah you know it's that's that's funny because i actually that makes me reminded me of another i remember during the training process which is probably like a two-day process yeah watching a bunch of those industrial videos you know, oh with the shitty God. acting and stuff, like the HR video, and and it was the first time I ever saw any of those videos. And I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like horrible acting, bad music." It was filmed uh, like in the seventies. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Oh man, I remember thinking like, "This is a really, really bizarre." <laughs> like these videos are very strange, and I was alone, like in the break room, just with a TV on the wall watching videos. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, at least I'm getting paid to watch these fucking videos," but totally. little did I know that i would watch like hundreds of those fucking videos over the years fucking industrial training videos yeah so that was mcdonald's all right first job in in the fucking books first first job in the books it's done episode one thank you guys for listening and uh hopefully we were entertaining enough to have you come back when we will be talking about me working at u.s research company Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess what that was, because there's no fucking way you're going to (laughs) guess. See you guys next time. Take it easy.